Does the trombone ever really go away? Yes. I've got lots of people that I've worked with that it has completely gone away and they are free. That's the amazing part. And I'm not just talking to people that have been with a narcissist for like two months. Time does not matter. Uh, I've, I've got a really, uh, a really awesome client that she's been doing a really fantastic job glowing up. And we're talking, I think it's uh, 36 years of being with a narcissistic psychopath, sociopath. And like she's getting free mentally and emotionally first off. Okay. All right. There we go. So yeah, if, uh, yes, so I do do, uh, I do do one-on-ones. So I meet with people all across the globe every single day, actually trying to be able to help them get clarity and to start putting into practice how to find that clarity, how to find truth. We also have the clarity challenge. You can access at claritychallenge.net that runs every month where you join a group of survivors actually going through that. Um, people are telling me that I've done a 360 and I look and act like old me from 30 years ago is back. That's awesome. Like gaining you back. I was feeling guilty for leaving, but once she wanted to leave, I was like, thank God. Absolutely. Um, is it only for spouses? No, not at all. Uh, we got people that are going through that. It's not geared towards spouses. Uh, it talks about it on both sides, really. It's not just like one-sided. Do you know any narcissists that have been able to change? Um, really the ones that I know that have like changed behaviors is myself and Lee Hammock. Uh, there's a couple others that I know of or know a little bit about, uh, but not like a ton. Um, a lot of it, a lot of it, a lot of times when you see it, it's just superficial. Okay. Uh, it's been a while. Trauma bonds have been really hard, but you can do it. Finally breaking free. Absolutely. Um, how are you so knowledgeable about narcissism? Uh, cause I am a narcissist. Why does a narcissistic ex hide a new supply? Try to Hoover when checking on kids just moved in together. A lot of times I hide it to be able to save face, whether that's public or whether that's just in their own head. Okay. So that's a big part of it. Ben, why do you think there's more negativity towards NPD online than BPD? Even though they are both cluster B personality disorders, my BPDX had co-occurring, I think. So, so part of it, so I'll just be really real with you right now, Katrina. Um, part of it is whenever you post negative stuff about BPD, then half the people that identify with some BPD traits come for your life. <laughs> um, I, I posted about BPD one time and I had all these people come out and be like, I'm not that way, I'm not that way, like a whole bunch of stuff. But they were like attacking me for not being like attackful and like a bunch of other stuff. But um, uh, yeah, and so it, it doesn't really get as much knowledge out there about it. So a lot of times people don't talk about it as much. Um, sometimes when people are looking at that, they're like, oh, that's just narcissism. Uh, and they just group it all together. Uh, but there's a lot of differences between the two. Um, but yeah. Uh, yes. No, I would still be a narcissist. I still have the, the mindset and the thought process. And each day it's recalibrating of like how I need to think and move and grow and feel and change to be the person that I need to be versus like let's say default programming, kind of think of it that way. Okay. So like when I, when I, when I talk about being in therapy, working on myself, doing meditation, doing stacking, doing things that are helping me progress forward in who I am and change how I'm thinking and the dynamic and everything that's going on there. I don't really view it as being like, Oh, I'm doing this and I'm fixed. You know, that's what my mind wants to believe. That's a lie that I want to tell myself. Uh, but when it ends up coming down to it, it's more or less like I'm going to the gym every day and I'm building reps. I'm building reps so like when the trigger comes in, like I'm able to handle stuff a little bit different than what I did in the past. I'm able to change like my perspective and actually see, okay, what if I take a step back? How can I actually see this from a different perspective? Okay. Um, the girl that I was with uh, that really I started seeing narcissistic traits from, she had BPD. 
So she was borderline personality um, with a little bit of narcissistic traits. And, you know, she, she was the one that after the affair came out and everything, you know, sat across my wife and looked at her straight in the face. And she was like, I know what I did. And uh, I, I, I'm not sorry. And I would have done it again. So, I mean, the, and, and I've talked to a couple people with BPD that when I've told some of my story about it, they were like, yeah, no, that's exactly what I would have said or what I would have done. Uh, and I have a couple of it. Now, are all of them that way? No, I'm not saying all of them are that way. But yes, there is a toxic strain of BPD that a lot of times does have a very vindicative side a lot of times. You know, you screw them over and they'll sleep with everybody else around you. Um, but you never know. Anyways, uh, what else we got? What if we both have narcissistic traits? Well, then what is your resolve to actually make sure that that's not being abusive and helping other people? Okay. Because at the end of the day, however you identify, if you have traits, if you don't have traits, whatever it might be, what are you doing today to be able to show up better than you were yesterday? How are you willing to actually grow, change, heal, and develop so that you can continue to move forward in your healing and to help other people? Okay. I owned up to what I did. Awesome. That's good to hear. How many nurses actually get help and do the work? From what I've seen, very little. From what I've interacted with, very little. Um, think of it this way. The people that I normally talk to is about 95% of the time is narcissistic survivors. And I'm trying to help them break their trauma bond, work through different situations, different rumination pieces. I'm trying to like work them through those so they can get free. The other 5% is typically narcissists or people with narcissistic traits, things like that. And uh, typically out of the 5%, there's maybe like a 0.5% that ever come back. Or, or that ever want to continue the work. Uh, sometimes I like send stuff and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and like push them towards a specific like coach or therapist or like group or something like that. Because like for me, I'm like, I'm not going to get anywhere with them. Like sometimes you can sense that really quick. Sometimes I'll talk to a narcissist and they're just coming on just to be able to justify something or just be able to check the box of like, oh, I talked to them, you know, you have like one that comes on and they're, uh, they're like going through stuff and they're like, well, do you think I'm a narcissist? Do you think I'm a narcissist? I'm like, I'm like, Let, let's back it up. Like, I'm not here to give you a diagnosis, but sometimes they're like anxious for me to be like, no, I don't think you're a narcissist. So they can go back and they can tell someone else. See, he said, I'm not a narcissist. No, you, you can, uh, you can call them out, call them out pretty quick. It's kind of crazy. Um, what is the reason why we can only find out that someone is a narcissist after the breakup? Because if I only knew I haven't accepted him in my life and our relationship lasted almost 10 years and he, he left, like nothing happened and we have two kids. So a lot of times, so think of it this way, from the overt side, sometimes you can see it ahead of time. Um, from the covert side, it's a lot harder to see. You still can see it, but typically it is a lack of awareness. And that's not a slight on anybody. It's just like, you don't know what you don't know. And at the point where you get to the place of like, hey, I don't have a clue of like what's actually going on. I don't have a clue of who this person is. And you look back at the past and you're like, wow, I was so stupid for not seeing this. Well, you didn't know. You were educated in the aspect of narcissism. That's why a lot of times people are in a narcissistic relationship for a long period of time before they start to see it because the devaluation is slow. Like, like you're not just going to make a quick switch and be like, all right, well, now I'm an asshole. Like, no, it like takes some time to be able to do it and have someone be manipulated into actually staying in the relationship at the same time. Okay. Uh, when their mask is slipping because they're at risk of exposure, how extreme can their rage can get? Their rage can get extremely extreme. Like um, I've, I've had clients where, you know, the narcissist has thrown things that has punched the wall. And then I've had, I've had clients that have been drowned by their narcissist or a psychopath at that point. I've had clients that they've had their head put through a wall 
so I would say anytime you're dealing with a narcissist, with a toxic person on any level, and there's rage, like be really careful. Okay. Be really, really careful.